Good morning and welcome. Yeah, it's Friday. Congratulations. Did everybody get a job? We'll talk about it. It's a jobs Friday, not just your regular Friday. The United States out with its jobs report. We got that for you and so much more. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group in the I'll tell you, we had some really good weather for for us the last several days. Uh, we got a little smidgen of rain, depending on where you lived. One day it was only in the 70s. A couple of days it was in the 80s. Let's just, it looks like that was, I hate to say it, but that may have been it. Uh, the furnace is now officially being turned on. Uh, Here in the Valley of the Sun, we're going to get to triple digits. I saw next week, mid-triple, you know, 104, 105, 106, uh, all coming for the Valley of the Sun. So uh, it's time for everybody to get out of town, and and, uh, school's almost out. My oldest son now, I think, what, the countdown here, uh, 10 days away from from graduating high school and getting ready to uh, do his summer job. He's actually going to go to work for uh, Eric Eric's daughter, Erica, her husband, uh, doing landscaping. You know, it's a landscaping company. So we're gonna we're gonna put him to work over the summer, uh, taking care of people's yards before we head to, head him off to college. I know this. I'm super excited about it. We'll see how long. Look, we'll see how what he's made of. You know, you you get up at about I don't know four in the morning uh, to do that job, but he's all for it. He's ready to go. And congratulations to my wife because really she deserves all the credit uh, getting him through. We got one more left. We're down to one. Uh, he he'll be a finishing his freshman year here this year. Then he'll be a sophomore next year. Uh, that's kind of all that's going on. Seniors, uh, you know, the senior pranks and senior skip day, all that stuff going on. Uh, it's a little bit different, though, I'll say that, uh, than when I was growing up. That is for sure. But what isn't? I- I'm going to tell you, the numbers out of the job market today left everybody scratching their head. Was it good? Was it bad? Was it? What does it all mean? Uh, the 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 number was well below expectation, uh, but yet the unemployment rate fell uh, below four per three point nine percent, and about a half a million people disappeared. <laughs> I don't know where all these people keep going, but they they're, they're gone. Well, you know what though? Again, when you need to make things appear like you know what you're doing you end up with problems like we got today we're going to break it all down for you go through all the numbers and then really try to figure out okay listen we know they're trying to manipulate us right and they they've got the media and they they've got this this whole debt market you know that is now hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars large that the whole fate of the world rests upon, and somehow uh, about 16 people uh, that that make up the the upper echelon of our banking system have all the answers. We're kind of finding out that maybe we aren't asking them the right questions. Our 
toll-free number, 800-951-0592, Wealth Insurance. Listen, all of a sudden, it's real simple. Why do you call us? Why do you, why do you need hard assets in your portfolio? And it's really, it is, it's wealth insurance. And what do we mean by wealth insurance? Gold and silver keep you whole. You know, you think about, uh, we love the older gold here, right? We sell a lot of the $20 gold pieces here. Uh, back before uh, the the Federal Reserve took it from you and us, right, took it from the citizenry, back when our money was backed by gold, you know, there was, we didn't have inflation. You know, and I know I've told this story a lot of times, but it's so funny how they don't want to talk about it. There was no such thing as inflation in the 1800s, you know, the 1700s, 1800s. There wasn't. The only time there was an inflation was there'd be a war, right? And then you'd, as soon as the war ended, inflation would go right back down. We didn't run budget deficits. We didn't do any of that stuff. You never hear of the, the great stock market crash of 1857, <laughs> right? Right? We don't have great recessions and great depressions and uh, NASDAQ bubbles and all housing collapses that didn't exist until we let the bankers take over. But think about it this way. A $20 gold piece back in, you know, 1890 got you a whole cow. Right? Today, that $20 gold piece still gets you the whole cow. Right? It keeps you whole. If you if you did it in Federal Reserve note, right? $20 in 1890, you got the whole cow. $20 today, you're lucky if you get one pound of filet. Right. You go to any halfway decent steakhouse, you can't even get a steak for 20 bucks. And this is what gold and silver do for you. And when you think about all of these people that we've put in charge and all the nonsense that they've spewed, you know you need to have it. Uh, like Ron Paul said, hey, I bought my wealth insurance a long time ago, but now I think I may need more. Right? Remember the interview we played uh, earlier this week? Go out to our website, allamericangold.com. Make it part of your daily routine. you got to do it. It'll keep you in the know. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Yeah! Happy Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin. Man, I love this job. I really do. It's the best job ever. I get to come in here and and try to shed, shed some light on, on really, it's ridiculous now. All in an effort to what, deceive us? To try to pretend uh, that things aren't what it seems. I'll, I'll say this. I don't even want to think about, if Donald Trump wasn't president, how bad it would be. I mean, he's done a lot to help. 
And the jobs numbers today reflect how bad things really are. Right? And you hear all this nonsense and these guys these that really truthfully, honestly, don't know their hand from their backside. Right? They they they, they just wanna they wanna live in denial. They don't wanna really look at the data and and really you know, and it's unfortunate because they know if they if they really get honest with people, right? They know, hey, well, the 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 debt market is in big trouble, and they don't want you to know that it's in big trouble. And they can, you know, they listen. They do a good job. They keep it going. About every ten years or so, it crashes again. You know, we're due. So the numbers today, and think about it. The greatest first quarter profits of all time. <laughs> right. And, and, of course, all of us know. We know, right? Uh, yeah, we just allowed everyone to pay a lot less tax. Did it really create any jobs? And, and you know, we don't want to learn our lesson, do we? We know that every time we try this, it works. It's less and less effective. Right? Think about it. since the millennial rollover. Every time we've given corporations tax cuts, what have they done? Bought back their own stock. Some of them buy each other, right? Which actually creates even less jobs. But the number came in at one hundred and sixty-four thousand. Right? Last month was one hundred thirty thousand. The unemployment rate went down. Now, they were hoping for about 200,000, but the unemployment rate went from 4.1 to 3.9 because another half million people vanished. Here's the problem. When you really look hard, you don't even have to look hard. (laughs) I guess that's even probably my bigger problem, right, is it's right there. You don't have to dig through the, you know, go to page 236 of a 400-page report to find this stuff. Half a million people stopped being counted of working age. The labor force participation rate falling again. I mean, we're, I, I want to say, right at 96 million people now, not in, the, uh, not in the workforce. And I think about, over the last 10 years, how big that number's grown. I mean, it used to be about 80 million, 70 million. Now it's 96 million. And here's the harder part to believe. Remember, they'd be, oh, well, you know, it's just the old people are retiring, right? And you'll hear, and I guarantee you, a lot of you out there have been told this by your financial planner or your economic advisor or whatever it may be. Do you know that the participation rate for workers over the age of 65 is at an all-time record high? We've never had more old people working ever. By any metric, right? By number, by percentage, it doesn't matter. It's a record. Here's the other part that really stunk about 
the number. And, you know, I'll, I'll say Wall Street's up a couple hundred points, and they're, they're ecstatic about this number. Number one, hey, Fed's not going to, you know, Fed's not going to be raising rates. You know, there are people that thought maybe three hikes, three more hikes this year. Now everyone's, oh, no, no, okay, no. no, It's just going to be two. It may only be one. They love that. You know what else they loved in that report? Wages. Remember that January number, and they were all jumping up and down and, and patting themselves on the backside and talking about how great it was, and everybody was getting, man, they, they, you, you would have thought everybody was getting thousands and thousands of dollars. It fell, wages fell in February, they fell in March, they fell again in April. And it now stands at 2.6%. When you factor in inflation, right, we're right back where we've always been, where wages don't keep up. This was all in the report. Average hourly, average hours worked unchanged. And so now you're sitting here and you're looking at this report and everybody's scratching their head. I mean, we've got this great booming. I mean, every time I turn on the idiot box, they tell me how great it is. Of course, what they don't want to talk about is how people are fleeing states by the hundreds of thousands. Right, they're fleeing California and Illinois and Oregon and Washington and all the failed blue staters, and they're all coming to, to to Denver and Phoenix. And if you live here, you're kind of like, well, wait a minute, you know, they're building apartment complexes everywhere. Double freeways are full. Don't be fooled, because it's awfully been. Look at the, and I think the labor force participation rate is the true teller. Where did these half million people go? And they fell off the workforce. In other words, they've been out of work for so long they got you know they stopped counting them. And I think here's what happened: a bunch of people thought the job you know they wanted to believe it, went back in to try to get a job, couldn't find it, and and they're back out again. Because if you're not in the right part of the country, if you're not in the right city, it's not happening. And now you sit there and you got to, you know, they, they had that big Federal Reserve meeting every six weeks, and they come out and they talk about, you know, whether or not they got to raise rates and how good the economy is or how good the economy isn't. And at the end of the day, none of that crap matters. People want to work. You can't tell me different. You want to know why I know people want to work? I know because almost 60 million people work more than one job. People want to work. And it's so funny, and, and I guess this was, this was a really good article that really is a great example of how they're, they're misleading us in all of this. General Motors, okay? We all know GM, right? We bail them out. Now, of course, just like Ford, they're trying to get rid of every car uh, plant in the United States. Judging solely by the top-line numbers, the U.S. labor market appears to be at its tightest levels in decades. Right? We've talked about that. Right? They come out with these numbers. that It, it blows your mind. 
3.9% unemployment? Are you kidding me? That's incredible. But yet GDP is only 2%. What? Labor force participation rate is the lowest in history. If you look below the surface, the narrative swiftly unravels. And like I said, you don't even have to look that far below. This isn't buried anywhere. The notion that the labor numbers have been at least partially uh, gold-seeked, possibly for political purposes, is almost unavoidable. And I forget about politics. I, I disagree with that part. This is a central bank cover-up. That's what it is. Last month, we pointed out the abysmal labor market report was even softer than many analysts initially believed. And this is the same. This report's the same. Right? 135 last month, 165 this month, you know, but all of it really the same. A quick peek beneath the surface reveals sizable revisions in full-time job creation and also the discouraging fact that part-time jobs created only just enough to offset the loss of full-time jobs. See, at least before, and this is probably why uh, the number has been coming in so low the last couple of months. When we got above the 200,000 job creation numbers, we were losing hundreds of thousands of full-time jobs. But part-time jobs, we you know, if we lost 200 full-time jobs, 200,000 full-time jobs, we'd create 350,000 part-time jobs. The last two months, this hasn't been the case. We're only replacing full-time jobs with part-time jobs. I, I hope it doesn't continue. As if the problem wasn't bad enough, the plight of a part-time worker could be soon become even more widely shared. General Motors is now considering a radical plan that would, would see it become almost re entirely reliant on part-time workers. <laughs> it's brilliant. Of course they would. If I was General Motors, I would do this tomorrow. Because it, it just makes sense. I don't have to pay them benefits. I don't have to do uh, uh, pay, you know, big-time unemployment insurance. It saves me on my health care. I can get rid of them anytime I want. Right, you're a full-time person at GM. Even if they don't need you, they got to pay you like 90% of your pay. The plant in Ohio that's producing the Chevy Cruze, right, get ready, car. If you're at a car plant, I'd be a little worried right now. Has already gone through a round of layoffs when they cut 1,200 workers earlier, I guess it was late last year and announced the elimination of a second shift of 1,500 jobs last month. So they had three shifts. They went to two shifts. Now they're down to one shift. And now GM announced uh, that 
it's going to be eliminating more shifts at other plants and now says that they are considering using part-time workers to fulfill the plant's needs after they had eliminated the second shift. Think about that. Now you go to work for the the coveted manufacturing job is now going to be a part-time job. Uh, General Motors uh, didn't give a lot of details, uh, but said that they are in the process of negotiating. Uh, And I guess here's what they'll probably tell people. Uh, It's this or nothing. Right? Hey, you want us to keep a plant up here and going? Uh, we're going to offer you part-time work. And they can employ, think about it, right? If they needed 1,500 workers for a full-time shift, hey, we'll create 3,000 part-time jobs. How about that? Wouldn't that be great? Look at all the job creation in America. And all of this is happening. They know all about it. They just don't want What they want to do is read out a headline. Right? Here's the, the only thing they're upset about was the headline was 164. Right? They really wanted the headline to be 264. They didn't get it. But now they want to talk, oh, unemployment, 3.9%. Jobless claims. Nobody's filing. How great they can't. Because they need to work that part-time job, and then when they're done uh, working their part-time shift at the cruise plant in Ohio, then they're going to punch out of there, and then they're going to get in their car, and then they're going to put on their Uber or Lyft sign, start driving people around, or they're going to go work at the restaurant, or they're going to go work at the bar. Patriot Radio News Hour. I know, reality sucks, doesn't it? We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. The father of the U.S. Constitution, James Madison, wrote a strong warning against ever calling a new constitutional convention. Let's recall some of his compelling reasons. First, a new convention would no doubt contain individuals of insidious views seeking alterations that might have a dangerous opportunity of sapping the very foundations of our Constitution. Yes, indeed, a new convention would launch insidious proposals such as elimination of the Second Amendment, global government through treaty law, new constitutional rights such as same-sex marriage, and elimination of the Electoral College. Second, James Madison warned that we could not presume that the deliberations of the body would be conducted in harmony. He was so right, a new convention would be a wild and raucous political event of world-class magnitude. Have you ever attended a hotly contested Republican or Democratic national convention? Think of the Democratic convention in Chicago in 1968, or the Republicans in San Francisco in 1964. Now imagine the Obama demonstrators and the John McCain demonstrators trying to agree on language to adopt. Third, James Madison trembled for the result of another convention in the temper of America of his time. 
we should indeed tremble for the result in the present temper of America. Just remember that Obama's proclaimed goal is fundamentally transforming the United States of America, and a new constitutional convention could do exactly that. And fourth, James Madison reminded us that the first constitutional convention assembled under every propitious circumstance, which included George Washington as chairman. Somehow, I don't see any George Washington or James Madison today, and we don't want to put our fate in the hands of men who think they can improve on the work of George Washington and James Madison. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800 is our toll-free number. And Arlene's yelling at me right now. What 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 are you saying? Hold on here. Live radio. I know you never know what you're gonna hear. Apparently, are we okay, Arlene? Okay. So I wanna clear out everything that we've got. So uh, over the last week, we've run proofs. We've run five lives. We've run half dollars. We've run silver eagles. We've run ten dollar lives. Twenty dollar lives. Here's all, uh, after all of that, here's what is remaining. On the proofs, I didn't think, I thought we sold out, I actually, sometimes I don't count very well. I've got very few, they are here, matter of fact, I've got them sitting on my, in here in the studio. I've got three four-piece proof sets. These things are the, the cat's meow, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure. It's either 1991 or 1992. It really doesn't matter. But these are the four piece. You get all four, the one ounce, the half ounce, the quarter ounce, the tenth ounce. These came in on the, uh, from the East Coast. They got here yesterday. Uh, so Colorado people, that I shipped out here yesterday up to Jason. Uh, those of you waiting for your proof sets in Colorado, Jason will be calling you next week for those. Uh, the I got an update on the half-dollar rolls. By the way, half-dollar rolls were out. Uh, those are shipping today. So those are heading up to Colorado and Arizona today. But I've got three proof four-piece sets. These are in Phoenix. I will ship them to Colorado if need be. Three four-piece sets. At $1,400 an ounce, which is, if you know anything about proof gold, you know how ridiculous that price is. Uh, $1,400 an ounce, so that's 1.85 ounces in this set. They come in the box with the certs. I mean, they're, they're, they're gorgeous. They really, truly are. I've got three of them at $2,590. And then I've got three two-piece sets, and these are 1987, so the second year of issuance. So the two-piece set has the one ounce and the half ounce. I've got three of those. They're $2,100. I've got 40 
$45 liberties. $45 liberties at $355, which, and you know, again, all, every one of the items we're talking about today, the price, it's incredible pricing. At $355, there's only $40. Silver Eagles. The situation isn't getting better. So the, there's 25 rolls of cheaper Silver Eagles. They're not even at the bullion bank yet. He bought them, and he and, and he bought he bought 1,700 of them. He's already 1,200 already gone. There's only 500 left. I bought them. So these ones will be at $390 instead of the $395. Here's the problem. After that, again, that's it. That's all there is. And, and we've been here all week long where you got about a case, and that's it on the silver market. And then you got to go to the 2018s, and then the price got to go way up. So to review, three-proof, four-piece set. By the way, when you say, okay, Joe, if it was your money, what would you buy first? And I think I told you this last week when we were selling. I took one of the four-piece sets. I bought one. You know what's so funny? Uh, Brian, and one of our guys in Colorado, Brian, he bought some of the one-outs, which we don't have any more of. But but a lot of uh, a lot of our guys that that work for us are buying these because they're such a great deal. That is the best deal. Because even the tenth ounce, you're paying fourteen hundred dollars an ounce on the quarter ounce. You're paying fourteen hundred an ounce on the half ounce, fourteen hundred dollars an ounce on the one ounce, fourteen hundred dollars. That's the best buy at twenty five ninety. Then it's it, it, it's a toss up for me on the the two piece set and the five dollar liberties. Those are real close. Those are really close. Uh, be, you know, I, I would probably, uh, I'd give it to the two-piece. I, I, w- I would take the proof over the $5 lib just because, and I'll tell you why, for one reason, one reason only. Even in a just a regular market, normally proofs run $300 plus over spot. Not, and I'm looking here, sorry about that, I turned my head here. Not uh, right now. Spots three hundred and fourteen bucks, <laughs> or thirteen hundred and fourteen dollars. Not eighty six dollars over spot. So I'd probably go three piece set, two piece set, five dollar libs, and then of course silver. I would add silver to everything I bought right now. That's just how I, I'm doing it. Every time I buy, I'm adding rolls of silver eagles to it. Uh, so today you get twenty five rolls of silver eagles at the cheaper price. Uh, and then it, I was hoping he had more. And then here's the reality. The reality is he doesn't even have them yet, but they are in transit to him. Uh, so hopefully he'll get them over the weekend, and then I'll have them shipping out uh, right after that. 800-951-0592 is the toll-free number. We, we've been talking about this jobs report. By the way, I, I don't know why. I've just noticed crude oil is now up a dollar and a half, uh, right, just right at $70, $69.90 right now on crude oil. I I don't know uh, if something's happened there. It's up a dollar and a half today. I'll I'll try to find out if there's, yeah, it hit a high of $69.93. 
if something happened or not. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, but we'll get back to talking about the Federal Reserve, why it is that they can't really be honest with us as to what's really going on because they're worried about that debt market. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Go out to our website at allamericagold.com today. We've got the former maestro, a.k.a. Alan Greenspan, talking about a financial system out of whack. And, and I get it. I do. Right? They, they don't want to take the blame. Right? The financial crisis uh, exposed us all, and they don't want to take the blame. So, so they did things that even all of their textbooks said you can never do, right? You think about uh, economics in its simplest form, something that everybody could understand. Economics 101, when you have, and it doesn't matter whether it's, it's fiat money, whether it's corn or soybeans, you know, farmers and ranchers are really good people uh, to talk to about economics 101, you know, supply and demand, and if you have too much of something, what happens to the price of it, right? If you've got too many soybeans or too many bushels of corn, you got too many, uh, too much cattle or hogs going to market, the price falls. The same rule applies to money. Why is it? that a hundred years ago, okay, one generation ago, a $20 bill bought you a cow, the whole cow. And today, it probably cost, what, about 1400 bucks. Right? From $20 to $1,400. What happened? And this is because we've been printing too much money. And now think about we're hitting the, the what I'm calling the first inning of the debt bubble. Right? Now this is now remember too, here's the other part of the equation here, right? Unemployment's at three point nine percent, right? And and everybody's working and the economy's roaring. Just ask anybody. We had the greatest profits, first quarter profits almost ever recorded and how great it is. And yet the economies are growing at 2.3% and we're running trillion dollar deficit. What happens when it gets slow? Because you know what's coming. It feels like it's already here, right? Uh, by the way, uh, retail sales in Europe today missed bad. This is another thing we haven't talked about a lot. This global growth thing that they were talking about doesn't look like it's happening. And that's going to cause, again, that's going to hurt us as well. If the rest of the world isn't buying, uh, then, then, you know, obviously uh, a lot of people out there aren't going to be selling. Right? They're going to have to cut back. So just one of those things I want you to be aware of today, because that report did come out, and, I mean, it, it was well below expectations. And then you, you start to realize why it is that they want to mislead us. They almost have to. I mean, could you imagine if they came out today and said the unemployment rate's 9%? 
that we got a trillion-dollar budget deficit, and, oh, by the way, we want to raise rates? Right? We, we've got, we're running trillion-dollar budget deficits, which if they weren't trillion-dollar budget deficits, there would be no economic growth. Right? We'd be in a recession now. And so they 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 and it, and they didn't do it overnight, you know. It was kind of like and Eric used to tell the story uh, of the Roman, right? Their money was gold. And if you ever saw a denarius, it's not like today. Like today, all of our coins, they're you know they're, they're like perfect circles. Like if you buy a twenty dollar gold piece or a silver eagle, I mean they're a circle. The Romans, when they were making the denariuses, they 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 were, uh, you know, they weren't uniformly shaped. And as the Romans needed more money, right, they started to clip the coin. Right, part of the reason why when you see our coins today, they've got the reeds around the edges. Right, but of course now we only got slag metal in there anyway, so there's probably no need to put the reeds on there. But they're on there, so you couldn't shave a little bit of the gold or shave a little bit of the silver off the coin, right? Because that's what the Romans were doing, so they could mint more denariuses. And then as the clippings got, you know, they kept clipping and clipping and clipping. All of a sudden, you know, the vendor out on the street was like, "Wait a minute." And he was, he goes under his mattress and the old you know his straw mattress and the Roman ties and he he gets his little leather uh, satchel and he pulls out a denarius that he had been saving for for five years and he looks at it and he sees wait a minute my old one's twice as big as this new one I need two denariuses now for for my produce or for my bread or for my hogs or my cows right that that's what happened. And so the Federal Reserve, they've been punch drunk, and the Treasury just printing not thousands, not millions, not billions, trillions of dollars a year. And in order to print trillions of dollars a year, they kind of had to fudge some numbers. So think about it. The Romans had to fudge by clipping the denarius coin. We now fudge, right? We can't clip the coins because there are, right? You know, we're fiat money now. Instead, we clip the data. We underreport inflation, right? We overreport jobs. We underreport unemployment, right? I mean, you get it? You understand? Guess what, by the way? What happened to the Roman Empire? Yeah. Went bye bye. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up to 1314 and change. Almost 1315 now. Uh silver's up five cents, sixteen dollars and forty-two cents. Uh really quick to go over. We we've got a smorgasbord of stuff that I want to just get cleaned out. I've got three four piece proof sets. So you get the one ounce, the half ounce, the quarter ounce, the tenth ounce in the box with the certs, just how they came out of the mint. Matter of fact, go to the mint website. I'm too lazy to do it. 
<laughs> which I probably shouldn't be, and see how much they're charging for their four-piece proof set. And then you'll be calling me. They're $2,590, okay? So that's $1,400 an ounce. So I've got three of those at $2,590. I've got three of the two-piece set. So that's the one ounce and the half ounce set. Those are at $2,100 again. Go out to the website. Go out to the, you know, the U.S. Mint website and see what they're charging. You're going to save hundreds and hundreds of dollars. $45 liberties. These are the older ones, right? Back when our money was backed by gold, back when you didn't have inflation, right? You didn't have the central bank lying to us about the data. I think about it, these are coins that were created before there ever was a Federal Reserve. Uh, they're $355, and then, of course, one in one case only of U.S. Silver Eagles at $390 a roll. At 800-951-0592. The Fed has always argued low levels of inflation, right? 2%, right? They just, you know, how they love that now. Somehow is acceptable. Right? And think about it, right? They've got the media telling, yeah, that, like we're, we're almost cheerleading for 2%. Even though, of course, we know the gimmick that they that they use on us, right? That, hey, we want to devalue your money by 2%. Is that okay? You okay? Ask the teachers if it was okay. The standard of living, the quality of life, would any of you say the standard of living is getting better? For the vast, vast majority of people, standard of living is getting worse, right? And again, because they're lying about the data. They're manipulating the data. It's the same thing as the Romans were when they were clipping their, clipping their gold coins. By, you know, and they, they do this because they've been understating inflation, right? Why is the standard of living getting worse? Because they're lying about inflation. They're understating what it is. They're lying about the jobs. They're lying about the type of the jobs. They're lying about the quality of work, right? They're misrepresenting all of these things, right? When you replace full-time work with part-time work, that doesn't make it better. All of the negative effects that are your textbook definition of inflation are here. Wealth inequality, right? We're right back. We're about almost at the highest levels again ever, right? And that always is bad. Higher cost of living, right? Increased debt requirements to try to maintain the stand. Now we gotta go a trillion dollars in the hole just to get two percent GDP. Problem is by twenty twenty we're probably gonna have to go two trillion in the hole. You get the idea. Better get some of those assets and uh, protected. 800-951-0592. Listen, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go play golf. We'll talk again on Monday.